Hi there, welcome to the Your Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Horvath, and I'm grateful that you are here investing your time to listen today. The purpose each week of this podcast is to serve people like you and like me to know, live, and love the purpose we've all been created for. Each week as you listen, you're going to discover practical, emotional, and at times spiritual tools to help you know, live, and love your purpose. I'll be sharing from my life in an authentic, transparent, and genuine way, as well as bringing on guests and experts who will share their fears, failures, challenges they had to overcome to succeed, to know, live, and love their purpose. I'm glad that you are here today, and I can't wait to hear from you about this episode. You ready? Let's do this. In today's On Purpose with Brian Horvath podcast episode, we're going to talk about how to build a firm foundation for your finances. And my whole goal here and point here is to help you discover the tools you need to succeed with money. And so it's just like building a house, right? Anytime you're going to build a house, you're going to have a blueprint. And you have that blueprint is based on all the things you picked out for the house and you know all the framework for the home and all that, basically the design of the house laid out in a blueprint. So all the contractors and subcontractors can follow it to make sure your house is built up to specifications and the dreams or goals and desires you had for this home. And so kind of want to do that here today with our finances and talk about out of my seven ways in seven days to change your financial future forever, way number one. And that's how to build a firm foundation for your finances. So not unlike the blueprint we talked about when building a house, we want to make sure that we have the tools we need, the specs we need, the vision and goals and dreams and mission that we need, all those things laid out for us in advance. Not saying they'll be completely 100% static. There may be some dynamic uh, opportunities here to change things as you go, but we at least got to start somewhere. And that starting somewhere is building a firm foundation. So many times in the past, both myself and people I've coached have tried to just willy nilly their finances. And honestly, it just doesn't work. Um, You can, doesn't mean you have to be rigid with your finances, but willy nilly or um, ultra free spirit, shall I call it, isn't going to get you the foundation that you need to build a firm foundation for your finances, both in the short, mid and long term. So my objective today and to help you change your financial future forever is to help you build a firm foundation for your finances. And as I said already, discover the tools you need to succeed with money. What do you need to build this firm foundation? Let's talk about some of those tools. The most powerful tool that you need to build a firm foundation is going to be understanding and applying your ability to choose. No one's forcing you, especially in this country, in America, no one is forcing us to do anything we need to do with our finances um, or we should do with our finances. It's all up to us. It's a choice. If we don't want to work, we don't have to go to work. But we also know if we don't work, we don't eat. We're not going to get what we need to uh, live our life, especially one of fulfillment or one with joy. Um, And and you need to work, right? So that's one uh, choice you need to make. But another choice is, and people also say, well, I have to pay taxes. No, you don't. You don't have to pay taxes. But eventually the tax man or tax woman is going to come knocking at your door looking for that tax money that you haven't paid. So in building a firm foundation for our finances, the most powerful tool is our ability to choose. Choose to believe. 
choose to believe that it's time now, right now, no matter when you're listening to this episode, no matter what the economy is looking like, no matter what you feel like doing, no matter what's going on in the White House or not going on in the White House, no matter what's going on um, in the stock market, you still have the ability to choose. And the first choice I would encourage you to make is choose to believe that you can build a firm foundation for your finances. And remember this though, as you build, you are going to face an opposing force. Yep, every one of us. No matter um, your socioeconomic status, the background you have, the family, what your family taught you or didn't teach you about money, the color of your skin, the um, if you're a Democrat or Republican or somewhere in the middle or uh, conservative or liberal, no matter what, anytime you step up to do something that's important. Anytime you step up to do something worthwhile, anytime you do step up to do something that may be different than what you've done already, you're going to face what's called the resistance. And this resistance is something I learned from a book um, written by the man who wrote The Legend of Bagger Vance. And it's a book uh, called um, The War of Art. And in The War of Art, he talks about, the author talks about the resistance and, and um, Every one of us is going to face challenges when it comes to using money in a way that's going to be different than before in a way that's going to help us succeed. And Stephen Pressfield in his book, The War of Art, just talks about that. He's a writer. He's, he's an author. He's an artist, if you will. And he's a creator. And when he steps up to, steps up to do a new project, all of a sudden, boom writer's block can come or boom, a distraction in life can come. And anytime you step up to do something worthwhile, you're going to face a resistance. And so you got to choose, you got to choose to build a firm foundation in spite of, even though the resistance is there, how do you still build a firm foundation? I'm going to help you with that. So how do we overcome the resistance? And one of the, in the first way, and that my seven ways in seven days to change your financial future forever, building a firm foundation for your finances, you're going to face the resistance. And what the resistance is, is limiting beliefs for many of us, for many of us, limiting beliefs about our past, limiting, limiting beliefs about what we could do um, or what we used to do or what we can't do or what we were told we couldn't do. So there's basically internal beliefs, limiting beliefs, things you just believe about yourself, just you know, maybe your personality causes you to, to doubt some things that uh, you could be doing. Um, there's external limiting beliefs things that people said about you or things that uh, weren't in your control, but they happened to you, like uh, learning from your parents or not learning from your parents, how to manage money or how to use money or how to be successful with your money. And then there's also limiting beliefs when it comes to the method that you're going to start walking out success with your finances. In this case is you may have a, even a limiting belief about this podcast, listening to me here right now, talking to you about how to build a firm foundation. You're like, who's this guy telling me how to build a firm foundation for my finances? He doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't want to give it any more of a listen. Um, I don't even like how he sounds. Whatever the case may be, these can be limiting beliefs that will stop you from moving forward. Internal things you believe about yourself or your situation, external things that people tell you or things that you're experiencing that are not in your control. And then what's called limiting beliefs about the vehicle or the method. Um, and maybe it's, uh, you know, like I said, like this, it could be this podcast. You don't like what I'm, what you're hearing on the podcast. Or you don't like learning this way, or you don't want to take on someone else's advice, whatever the vehicle may be for you to get there. The resistance is going to rear its ugly head. So you got to put all those limiting beliefs in their place. And also for many of us, if you're breathing, if you're living, if you're breathing, (laughs) 
you've made mistakes when it comes to your finances. You've made mistakes when it comes to your relationships. You made mistakes when it's come to your career. And these mistakes, they'll happen. But are we going to let them limit us? And so a way to overcome the resistance is to declare right now, to determine right now that you are not going to be buried underneath this mountain of mistakes. But you can build on them. Let me say it another way. You can build on the mountain of mistakes and avoid being buried beneath them. You can plant your flag on top of mistake on top on top of easy for me to say. You can plant plant your flag on top of mistake mountain and say I declare victory. My mistakes will not keep me down any longer. Today mistakes, today limiting beliefs, today resistance, you are defeated. And we all have limiting beliefs about our money, right? We all have made mistakes with our money. And obviously there's a wide audience listening to this. So this isn't directly pointed to one specific category or not of mistakes, but let's look at some of them. And some of these I've made myself. Maybe you've been bankrupt before. Maybe you filed bankrupt, bankruptcy personally, or maybe you filed it in your business. Maybe you're, uh, we're never good at math. And a math teacher told you, you aren't good enough. You can't do math. You don't know how to do math. You'll never succeed with math. Well, guess what? Money includes numbers, which can include a little bit of math, but FYI, it's basic math. You can do it. Um, you're not smart enough. You just don't have the tangibles. You just don't have the tools. You're not going to be able to make it. You're not going to be able to do it. You, you just don't have it in you. You never done it before. You're not going to do it now. Why are you trying? Um, and that ties into another one, what you might say about yourself. Well, I'll never succeed because, well, my parents didn't teach me or I'll never succeed because of where I grew up or I'll never succeed because I don't have a college degree or a high school diploma or whatever the case may be. And sometimes it's, I'll never succeed because I don't have that hundred million dollars. And you may be scratching your head going, what the heck are you talking about? How would you not have succeed and have a hundred million? Well, I just got off the a phone call with a guy or a Zoom call with a guy that talked about how he used to help uh, manage money for his clients. And one of his clients could never be satisfied. Here's a $50 million client, $50 million net worth. And he was always trying to get to the next 50 million, which means he was trying to get to a hundred million. He was trying to advance the ball down the field, another 50 million. What kind of life is that to never be satisfied? And not saying he should have been satisfied with 50, but maybe it was 60. I don't know. But consider where you're going and where you want to go. Let's continue. So what about divorce? Maybe money fights in your marriage were a big cause for divorce. Maybe your limiting belief is, well, why even try to manage with money? We saw what happened before and why even try to date again because my last relationship didn't work. So over and done, right? What about not making enough? Well, what is enough? What is enough? Well, the government takes it all anyway. So what's the point? (laughs) The government doesn't take it all. Do they get more than they should? Maybe. Do they not manage it well? Maybe. But it's not up to you. You know, there's certain taxes you need to pay or find a way to to, uh, um, ethically work around those taxes. But until then, it's still up to you. It's still a choice. Overcoming the resistance is a choice. My parents never, my school never, or have some kind of disability. There are many millions of successful people that had to overcome a disability. There are many millions of people that had to overcome not learning from their parents. Why not you too? And sometimes people say, I wish I would have known now what I knew back, or I wish I would have known back then what I know now. And so that excuse or that reason for not doing anything else can keep them right there where they are in a rut. Don't let that be you. 
choose to learn from and grow through lessons of past successes and failures. And ask yourself some questions. Do I see what's in front of me as an obstacle or an opportunity? How you're going to build a firm foundation for your finances may require you to dig up all the bad seeds and bad roots that have been planted in your mind with regards to money. This is so much not a money game as it is a mind game. What can you change in how you believe about yourself? How you can let what others have said about you dissipate and die off if it's not a positive, if it's not moving you forward? And how can you really begin to invest in a vehicle or a method or a process, a system, a way to help you use, gather and use tools to succeed with money today? That will help you build a firm foundation. So ask yourself this question. Do you see your current financial situation, no matter what you make, no matter what you owe, no matter what you don't make or what you don't owe, do you see your current situation right now as an obstacle or an opportunity? And how you see that, whether a limiting belief or a a belief that's going to catapult you forward exponentially, that will make all the difference. And that's the That's the primary reason why I wanted way number one in my seven ways in seven days to change your financial future to be about building a firm foundation. And in building that firm foundation, you may have to extract, okay? Um, You may have to dig out, uproot the trash that's been buried in your mind, that's been buried in that foundation, your money foundation for too long. It's time to pull that out right? It's time to get that out of your life forever and ever and be prepared to battle it when it enters your mind again, because it will, because that limiting belief, those nasty resistance, that nasty resistance is persistent, man, but you got to be more persistent, my friends. So what do we do? How do we make a money choice, a money choice in the right direction, right? The money choice we make in the right direction is choose to gain understanding, not just, yep, I got to move money. I got to use money. That's a, that's a knowledge of it, right? I know I got to use money. I know I got to work. I know I got to work and go make money. And you may know a lot about money, but ultimately if you don't understand how it works, it's not going to move you forward as well as it could if you really understand it. Not just know it, but understand it. Understand it. So in simple terms, what is money? What is it? In simple terms, money is a means of exchange. Care if it's a coin, care if it's a piece of paper, if it's a certificate, if it's a, a online exchange, if it's a, a, a Venmo or a Bitcoin or a, a, a you know a PayPal or whatever, money is a means of exchange. No matter if it's a physical form or a digital form, it's a means of an exchange. Basically, saying if you're saying I want to have something from you, you have something that I want, but I don't have what you want. This is now we're talking about bartering here. Back in the day, it'd be like, hey, I'll give you eggs for milk. So I have the chickens, you have the cows. We're out here living in the same community. Awesome. I'll get my chickens together. I'll have them lay the eggs. You get your cows together. You have to eat the right grass and get fed and you pull and get the milk, right? So now we'll make that exchange. We'll make that trade. And maybe that person is entrepreneurial and takes some of what you gave them and, and makes a trade with somebody else, okay? That kind of stuff is what will make the difference for you. Understanding that it's a means of exchange. Money is a means of exchange. So, And it's bare uh, essential understanding. Money is a means of exchange. In today's terms, 
you know, maybe we don't have chickens, maybe we don't have cows, right? So now we use money to assign value to that thing that that person has that we like. And that person uh, assigns uh, value or um, to the thing that we we have. And money allows us to transact or create transactions between the both of us because then money is more universal to be used at other places when we don't have opportunity to barter, right? So money is simply a means of exchange. It's a value that we put to money that we're able to take so much of that value money and to buy something that is worth X amount of value to us or for us. Does that make sense? So basically you want something from a store, you go out and earn money from your work. You take that money. It has a certain amount of value assigned to those dollar bills and those coins or that uh, digital money. And you go take that and go spend it at the store where they decided that that item in the store is worth a certain amount of money. And you have the money to get it. So you give them the money, they give you the item and everybody's happy, right? So very simple means of exchange. Keep it in mind. We don't need to make it too difficult. It is a means of exchange. That's what money is. Why do we have it? Like we already said, to get the things we need and want. Hear me out. Need and want. What do we get? Well, we talked about this a little bit. We get it in paper money, coinage, or digital. When do we get it? We earn it. When we sell something, when we work for someone else, when we receive an inheritance, maybe an insurance settlement, a settlement, we cash out or make money on an investment, or unfortunately, sometimes people borrow or we have to borrow. Not my favorite thing, but that's a way to get money is to borrow it from a bank and of course, uh, pay interest. So uh, when borrowing it, how do we use it? Guys, gals, folks, there's only three things you can do with money. And it's very simplest terms, again, to help us understand it. Spend, save, or give. Anytime we get any kind of money, only three things we can do. Spend, save, or give. Having these things and understanding, using these, this understanding every day. That's right. Every day we use money. This is why it's so important for us not to go on life and not gain an understanding about money and about our finances, how money works. Now, turning quickly, what are 10 financial tools you need to succeed with money? These I consider your tools for building a firm foundation. When you discover these, understand them, and utilize these tools, you will succeed with money. You will be off and running very quickly to building a firm foundation for your finances. And like I said, this is way number one, not way number four, five, six, seven, and whatever. There's more to build on, but we need to first plant a firm foundation Put it on rock, put it in somewhere stable so we continue to build the house on the foundation. That's where we get the block. That's where we get the, the wood framing. That's where we put, you know, uh, depending on what part of the world you're in, it's where we put um, our stucco on and, and get our paint on and then, you know, get everything done inside and start living in it. But I want to help you in this way, number one, this podcast to get a firm foundation. So 10 financial tools you need to succeed with money. Number one, your purpose. You have to understand that your purpose in life is not about money or how much money you have or don't have or, or gain in your life or don't gain. It's not about your career. It's not about your relationships per se, as much as it is about that your money is, your relationships are, your career is a tool or tools to help you know, live, and love your purpose. They are not, money is not the purpose for living. 
It is a tool to live right, to live well, and to live out your purpose and love it. What are your values? You know, you got to have your values. What are you willing to do for money and not willing to do? Are you operating out of, with ethics, with good morals, and out of integrity? You got to have your values in check and defined and, and decided before you really start achieving financial success. How about your relationships? Do you have the right relationship with money? Do you have the right relationship maybe with um, your family when it comes to money? Do you have a right relationship with God if you're a believer or a person of faith? Are your relationships right? Getting them right are going to help you achieve success. Because I believe money will just help enrich your relationships. It doesn't make them rich, but it can enrich, meaning it can add value to your relationship. How about your assets? Understanding what your assets are. Assets are things that make you money, right? Things that appreciate in value versus your liabilities. These are things that cost you money, things that depreciate in value, things that are, you know, pull out of your net income every month. Speaking of income, number five is your income. This is one of the biggest tools, if not the biggest tool you have to achieve your income. So if you're in debt, your tool for getting out of debt, your income is going to be huge for that, right? If you're going to invest money, well, you got to have income to invest. That's going to be a big tool for you to do that. You want to go nice places, have nice things, take care of your essentials or your necessities, your needs, then your wants. Your income is a tool to help you do that. They will help you build a firm foundation is having an income. Right. I mean, it kind of silly to say that, but we forget sometimes that is our biggest tool to get the job done. Having a plan, having a monthly plan or what's called a budget, having a a blueprint every month for your finances. Okay. Huge, huge and huge. Again, it's going to help you accelerate your growth. It's going to help you build the house faster by having a blueprint. Can you imagine having a house, having a blueprint um, that was half done or maybe not having one at all? Uh, I think I need that nail over here. I think I need that pipe to go over here. I think I need to run that electric here. I think I need to put the roof on over here. Is it a full roof? Is it half a roof? What's going on here? Does this window need to go here? How about, um, is this fireproof? Is this uh, taken care of by code? You need to have a monthly plan. You got to have a monthly plan for your money. You got to tell your money what to do. That we'll get to in the next way, number two. But how about insurances and helping you protect against things that will happen in your life? How about investments? Having investments, things will help your money grow that will work for you while you're sleeping. Money that will make money over time and over time again. It's one of the things we have is compounding interest, one of the most powerful tools in the world, I think Albert Einstein said. How about a will and estate plan? Crazy amount of people die without a will, without an estate plan, telling their money where to go and what to do after they are deceased. You got to have a will and estate plan right? Number 10, having a dream team. Number 10 tool to building a firm foundation for your finances, having a dream team, people that can come alongside you in your life to educate you, equip you, encourage you, build you up, lift you up, challenge you to help you succeed with money. They know your goals. They know your purpose. They know your values. You build relationships with these people, but these are your inner circle, your dream team. They're not just your relationships. They're your core relationships. And I'm not just talking about money managers or advisors or your insurance professional or whatnot. I'm talking about people that will lift you up, challenge you, encourage you, that want to help you win with money. And you need to be a part of someone else's dream team, by the way, too. 
So to continue off, as we finish off these next couple of minutes in this podcast today, how to build a firm foundation for your finances, inventory and ready your 10 financial tools. You need to know what tools you have. And now is the time to put them to work and quickly. This is because understanding not applied is like not having the understanding at all. And so one of the ways I teach, um, and you can learn more about this in my course, seven ways in seven days to change your financial future forever is putting together an organized file folder, organized cabinet, if you will, both digitally and in print or uh, physically about, you know, where all your documents are, where's your budget, what, what's your will and estate plan, having all these documented and in a place that can easily be found by your spouse, significant other, um, executor of your will, children, uh, whoever you want to have access to it. Do they know what it is? And is it organized up to date? And does it have your assets listed out, your liabilities listed out, important contact information, powers of attorney? I'm going on and on, but these are the kind of things you need to have as part of having a firm foundation. Now, for the sake of the podcast here, we're not going to get into all the granular details, but when you check out the course, Seven Ways in Seven Days to Change Your Financial Future Forever, there are more resources for you and tools for you to get organized to apply the understanding you're going to gain, not only from podcasts like this, but from, from the course itself and be able to succeed with money. So today's podcast was about how to build a firm foundation for your finances and discover the tools you need to succeed with money to change your financial future forever. No matter where you're starting from, wouldn't it be great to change your financial future forever for the better? Of course. And we talked about your most powerful tool here in a review. Your most powerful tool is your ability to choose. No one can choose for you. No one can choose for you is up to you, right? Choose to believe that you can build this firm foundation, but know that when you choose to believe that you can, you will face the resistance both the internal mind that you have will, will, will be dancing around with ideas and thoughts about why you should, could, um, and whatnot, or wouldn't, but also the external people that will get around you and tell you that you can't, or you won't, or you'll never. You might need to expel or get rid of some of those people in your life or, or move on from those relationships, or maybe you just need to tell them like it is and, and, and move on. Okay. And then also the vehicle, the vehicle or the mode of how you're going to build a firm foundation. You have to decide to displace the limiting beliefs, put aside the limiting beliefs that says that this won't work for you. Well, is doing nothing working for you, right? Those kinds of questions, but you can, and you will build a firm foundation. You can, and you will build a firm foundation for your finances. When you make the choice, when you make the choice to understand about money, when you make the choice to dig into the 10 financial tools I told you about to succeed with money, your purpose, your values, your relationships, your assets and your liabilities, understanding those and comparing those, your income, your monthly plan and your budget, your insurance portfolio, your investment portfolio, your one of your most important documents for leaving a legacy, your will and estate plan, and having a dream team assembled of people that know you, love you, care for you, and want to see you succeed, your dream team. That, my friends will help you build a firm foundation for your finances, help you discover and live out the tools that you need to succeed with money. So what's next? Hey, share this podcast with people. Give this free podcast from the heart, from my experience, from my study of over 13 plus years in career and finance 
as an expert that I am, share that with them. Share that with people you care about. Bring your spouse on board, maybe. Share it with your family, your children. Let them know where you're going, what you're trying to achieve. Because while money is not our purpose, it is a tool to help us know, live, and love the purpose for your life. So glad to be with you. So glad to have you listening. And I look forward to sharing with you my next podcast where we'll talk about way number two, how to create a winning game plan for your finances. And folks, that's what we'll start talking about, how to organize your money with your income, with your expenses, and a little special formula I'll share with you on how to win. Thanks for being with me today. Go get them.